sweat just dripping off of her body. She came so fucking hard. Well, what had happened was those elevators were getting worn the fuck out. And we're like, don't fucking touch it. Tilting to the right, tilting to the left, tilting to the right. If I wasn't PMSing, I probably wouldn't have been so butthurt. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for coming in my mouth. You thought you'd seen it all, but to find out more things, discover all the secrets on behind the porn scenes. With Lee Lou Love. Uh, was that melodramatic or just right? <laughs> Hello, everyone. It is Lee Lou Love here, and my co-host is sitting right next to me with a camera on his forehead, looking extra super sexy. How you doing over there, B? Mm-hmm. Welcome to episode twenty-three, the FetishCon Results Edition. Late, <laughs> late FetishCon uh, Results Edition, because uh, it is Monday. We we're very sorry, but we spent the weekend at FetishCon, which was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It involved getting up between 8 and 9 o'clock in the morning and going to bed anywhere between 1 and 3 o'clock in the morning. So needless to say, we had jam-fucking-packed days. That and the award show was last night. So we wanted to know, well, we, <laughs> I wanted to know if I was going to be in here crying a little butthurt or if I was going to be on here... I don't know how to explain how I feel because last time I cried just thinking about it was the most overwhelming experience of our five years in the industry. Because any other fetish con uh, without the awards, we could have just recorded this in the hotel. Yeah. But the whole reason we waited an extra day is because we would have recorded it yesterday before knowing what happened at the award show. And that's right. obviously the big thing. It would have taken a little bit of the thunder out. It would have just been. <laughs> so we'll start with uh, just talking about the main convention before the award show, because we've been there since Thursday. Yes. And this is our fifth year. And um, it was a lot of fun. So I rode the Sibian pretty much every day, twice a day. I came every day on it because I didn't really get time in the room. And why not share my orgasms with the people? The best was the owner of Clips for Sale, Neil. <laughs> I guess he was controlling it one day, the Sibian. Yeah. And he's kind of a shy guy, but he he controlled it for quite a few people. And it was kind of funny because I am the queen of making awkward situations (laughs) and I have no shame in making something awkward. And uh, so Neil walks up and B walks up and I was like, hey, B, Neil gave me an orgasm today and he turned 50 shades of red. It was so funny. And I was like, "Uh, I put you on the spot, didn't I? And he was like, yes. Yes, you did. And it was wonderful. I, I will keep that experience He's forever. super cool. Uh, he's the owner of Clips for Sale, which I'm sure a bunch of... And they're like the main sponsor of FetishCon. Mm-hmm. But he's like me. I don't think he really loves like being the center of attention at or all. having the spotlight on him. At all. So, of course, you go out of your way to make people feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, I'm always kind of like... I like being the center of attention, but it still makes me nervous. I don't know if that makes sense. I'm like one of those weird ones. Like I like kind of being out of my comfort zone sometimes and new experiences. Well, uh, what we what was really cool, one thing is one of my favorite things about the trade show, uh, Ashley Fires is one of the sexiest women like ever. I love her so much. She's just a big ball of fire all the time. And uh, she got tied up and she hadn't came at that point in five days. And they tied her up and they put her on the Sibian while like choking her and they kind of hold her mouth and stuff like that. And they made her come. She physically, 
physically like had sweat just dripping off of her body. She came so fucking hard. It was crazy. And I, I had to ride the Sibian after that. That was, that was yeah. the same night that when we were on the elevator, we got in oh. and it was packed. Like, I mean, we couldn't even move like shoulder to shoulder. So it was probably a bad idea to, to begin with. Right. The elevators had been going overtime because of FetishCon, pretty much every room was booked. I think they had like two or three cancellations. So there was literally two or three rooms out of 230 rooms that were not occupied. Well, what had happened was those elevators were getting worn the fuck out. Like this morning when we left, they had one of the elevators closed down for maintenance. Oh yeah. Like not closed down, open, just a giant gaping hole of people like peering over it, which always makes you feel safe knowing that it it basically looked like they were looking for the elevator down the shaft. What if somebody was stuck in it? Right. That's what I'm saying. I, I feel like I would have heard screaming though because I don't know. I would not be calm up in that motherfucker. So ours got stuck for like a good 10 seconds which felt so like So we had too much hours. weight. We had one guy in there. He wasn't morbidly obese but he was pretty big he was not even that big it was just the but oh, we were no, and so I was many saying, people and then we had like three girls in there that probably weighed like a buck 60 two full-grown men you and me so there was like eight people on this elevator and so this was on the fourth floor and we were staying on the sixth floor and the door closed and it did nothing it kind of bounced a little bit yeah first and it then it, it dropped did, a, yeah, a little it did bit that little drop and then it just kind of like hovered kind of like bouncing a little bit and the doors open b has never manhandled me before he fucking grabbed my arm so hard like i was gonna stay in the elevator and try to keep going anyway he grabbed my arm so hard face like white and red at the same time i have no idea how this is happening he was Poor F-bomb had to be both of our therapy dogs when we got back to the room because I thought B was going to shit himself. No, and it was so many people. So some people put like uh, nine and 10 as their floor. They pushed that button when they first got on before any of this happened. Mm -hmm. And as soon as that thing opened on four, no matter what floor they were going to, piled out of that (laughs) thing like it was on fire. (laughs) Because we were all just, for a good 10 seconds, it was stopped and then just like barely moving and everybody was just kind of looking around like this is and the girl went to hit the elevator door and we're like don't fucking touch it because she kept (laughs) jamming the buttons and then that was freaking people out yeah because that that can mess that i've physically been told multiple times because when i was younger i've been stuck on an elevator too you know when you jump and stuff like that but just one or two in the elevator so you're fine they open the doors well they said that if you do that you can cause the circuit board to stop working and then it kind of has to reboot. So they're like, never hit the buttons. Let the elevator figure out what it's going to do. Because if you start hitting the buttons, the doors won't open. You just have to give it a second, let it do its thing. Then it's going to do what it's going to do regardless. So. And getting stuck on an elevator is never fun. But at least if it's if there's room, there's move. like two or three, four people in there. But we were so jam-packed. I mean, you couldn't even... Everybody's shoulder was touching. There was like was eight touching. to ten people in the elevator. Right. There was no... You couldn't even sit down if you wanted to because your knees would hit the people in front of you if you tried to squat down so it would have been miserable and hot and yeah that and that, just... that was the same night after the elevator incident then we're asleep it's like oh. almost two o'clock in the morning i found out what that was so the uh firefighters that came that night i'm now friends with one of them on snapchat because if you're you know you you serve the world like that i don't i don't mind you know chatting with you on snapchat and sending pictures so 
what was cool about that i met him in person i didn't know and he was like well tell yeah. him what happened first yeah but- he was like yeah we were here the night before uh and the reason why they had to come back is that one of the firefighters i guess were so thrown off by all the women walking around half naked and thongs and pasties and stuff is see-through uh they left the key in the elevator because the smoke alarm went off at 2 30 in the morning and they get there i guess they're super cluster effed well somebody was smoking cigarettes in the room you would think that the amount of weed getting smoked in this hotel would set it off, but nah, the people there are like, nah, cigarette smoke sets it off before any other kind of smoke. So at 2.30 in the morning, me and B are sleeping in the bed, a fire alarm goes off. And we've only been in bed 30, 45 minutes. I have a hard time sleeping as it is. We're right next to the fucking elevator. I can kind of hear everybody's life story as they're walking down the hallway. And I don't wake up for anything, but this thing is like, bah, 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 and I wake up I immediately. Fozzie's head was going to fucking roll off of his shoulders because he was looking up and his head was tilting to the left while looking up as far as it could go tilting to the right tilting to the left tilting to the right just over and every time it went off and it made it pretty funny then uh so we all go back to sleep and then a dude comes on to talk obviously b doesn't hear it because it's not a loud noise i shoot up out of the bed i'm like there's a dude in the fucking room and he was just on i guess saying something because i obviously when that happened i had to stick my head out the hallway and make sure it wasn't like okay the place really is on fire you need to get outside but yeah apparently don't smoke cigarettes in hotel room but weed is fine or on boats like where we were right and then we got to go on a yacht friday night yeah it was friday night because it was the second night that we were there because we did the pool party saturday night and yeah the friday night was the night of the alarm right yeah. It was after we got home from the boat. This was like a four. It's not a boat. It's a yacht. Yeah. They kept saying, like, you know, it's kind of small and uh, it's not that big. Remember in the Port Authority thing? Yeah. And I was like, dude, I just saw it when we were pulling up. I was like. So it's a giant five story yacht. And I Well, I think with the engine room, it was five stories, but it's like uh, four actual livable stories. So like you have like the. Um, everything down where like the engine and the mechanics and all that, which I would have wished we could have seen because I love weird stuff like that. And then you have like a, I guess like the sleeping quarters. So like to keep it towards the bottom because you know, the higher you are, if the boat's really moving, it's going to fling you out of your bed. And then they, I don't remember the exact order, but I think it was like the kitchen and where like you go and eat. And then they had like a, a private level with like bedrooms and uh, all that kind of stuff where, you know, you'd go eat lunch and they had bedrooms over there. They had like the party area was literally like bar and a huge dance floor and then an open top deck. So it was enormous. Like it was bigger than our house, like by far. And we have like a, what, 3,600 square foot house. Like it's like, I can't explain how big this boat, what this yacht was. Like it was just, yeah, that was, that was like, we can live on that. I can most fun nights. Uh, but then for the main event just last night <laughs> with the award show. So I was up for three awards, uh, fan favorite, which came first, then spe- special recognition, which came second. And then the best female performer, which was the last one. And of when the you night. say came first, the first one you were up for, it was literally the first award on the schedule of, you know, as soon as this show started, they gave away like some, uh, 
like Stacey ones that Burt, weren't announced. Yeah, it was like kind of like the original. Like they kind of they started FetishCon, which was really really cool. So they gave her award. They gave Neil from Clips for Sale an award. But then the first official one that was on the schedule was uh, fan favorite. So. Right off the bat, it was either going to start great or I was going to be worried the whole time because you were such a nervous wreck. Yeah, and I didn't get it. But I went to an amazing woman, Christina Carter. If you haven't heard of her, definitely check her out. She uh, is known for being Wonder Woman. Christina Carter, you know, like Linda Carter. She portrays it perfectly. She's drop-dead gorgeous. And I didn't get it. And she was actually also... In up the for same the one. best female fetish performer also so when she won that i think you thought the same thing i thought okay i mean if she won that and y'all yeah. are head to head she's probably gonna win the big one at the end too mm-hmm. so at this point i'm just hoping that you get that middle one the special recognition because it i just didn't think there's any way she could win that first one and not win the last one right 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 that, because that's 100 percent how i felt like like 100 i was literally recording uh the last one so the special recognition came and that almost two hours later you had to wait yeah <laughs> it was like one of the last awards so you had to just wait the whole time not knowing what was gonna happen and i was super pmsy and getting kind of bitchy because i was like not mad that i didn't get the award but i was like you know now i'm basically i'm probably not gonna win anything and i wish they would have said hey you know you don't really need to come i know you're up for three awards but if you don't want another night in the hotel it's fine go home so i'm like sitting there i'm kind of upset not like because if i wasn't pmsing i probably wouldn't have been so butthurt (laughs) but uh special recognition came and i won and I was super happy. I was like, I got my one award. That's all I need. I'm good. That literally just brightened up my night. And I was super happy. And then Lance Hart won best male performer. After the best gay performer that he was up for, he lost it to Corey Chase, which is an amazing friend of ours. So I'm sure he was kind of thinking the same thing. Yeah, she's awesome. And she had to leave uh, before the award show. Because she had a shoot. Right. After, and they have a four-hour drive back to where they are. So they couldn't stay. And they're like, yeah, we tried to maneuver everything around. But they were like, you know, we can't. She's flying in. And she's shooting with Brazzers and all these main companies. So there's no way that they could stay longer. And then, you know, we were all hoping for Lance. And then he gets the best male performer and the place just goes insane so he goes up there he has a wife beater on underneath his uh, jacket and the woman like it's like how do you how do you take this off and she's like grabbing around the top that I'm was like, Anas- the hosts were uh anastasia pierce she was the one with the heavy accent yes 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 and then jewel marceau yeah and she's like trying to take off his shirt like weird i'm like what is this crazy woman doing? and then she hulk rips it down the front it looked better because he has an amazing stomach. Like just you could wash your clothes on those abs. Well, she ripped his shirt open and then he just had his jacket on. And that was like, that was awesome. I was like, that's going to be a great end of the night, you know, and I'm like, okay, getting ready. Cause I think I was next. Yeah. Cause he was, cause just like the Oscars or any major award show, they saved the two big ones for the end. Right. So you stay. So, right. Yeah. So he was best male performer. Mm-hmm. And then the last category of the night was best female performer. And that was the one that you were up against Christina Carter again. Right. So that's the one that I think we both thought was just pretty much going to automatically go to her. Right. So we're sitting there and uh, B videos and you can hear my voice like it. So say the names. It's Christina Carter first, and then me. I think what like Crystal Clark. I think so. And um, 
So is it Christina Carter? And I'm like, she's going to win. Because I 100% thought she's going to win. I'm like, I'm taping it on Snapchat. I freaked out so much. It literally deleted the video of them saying my name because I was just so did they say my name or am I hallucinating and I passed out like three minutes ago because I did not, 100% did not expect it. I'm, I'm tearing up now just thinking about it because I didn't suspect it so much. As soon as I said my name, I started crying. <laughs> like it was just, it was so overwhelming and just amazing. And I had to ask B whenever I got back, I was like, were, were, were people clapping? I heard nothing there was no sound except for my tears and my heartbeat inside my head and and we got video of it actually happening so that's uh we'll remind you again at the end but that's what we're going to put on the show notes at lilu.xxx slash podcast 2323 and you can see video of her going up there and crying on stage and i'm trying not to giving cry right her now. little speech that she didn't even remember anything about yeah, not really. Because the only thing that I really need to say is thank you, fans. Because seriously, if it wasn't for y'all voting for me and loving what I do and genuinely caring for me, I wouldn't. I really, really, really wouldn't be here. So again, thank you all so freaking much. Y'all make all my fucking possible. <laughs> now to the serious shit. No, I'm just kidding. Still, it's all shits and giggles in our, our life. But the videos we last week. The first one was a POV pole dancing strip tease naked twerk. This was a lot of fun. I actually really, I don't think I ever wore these underwear. They kind of just, I have a lot of underwear. I may or may not have a hoarding obsession with some things. And underwear may be one of them. So we did a nice pink outfit dance around and it was really really cool because obviously we didn't have time to record any videos while we were there so we, these are the ones that we got done just before we left so we could keep uh the new daily video coming out which has been oh my like a video every single day for something crazy like four years or something yeah we we've been hitting it hard and that's one thing i wanted to mention too like it's like a lot of my peers they were like you know you work really really hard and i'm starting to think i'm like y'all work so much harder than me y'all have to like book talent and do this and do that and you know a lot of me yeah, they don't do uh a video a day coming out like we do but right we all work hard just in different ways yeah. i mean for them to do a video a day you've got to think about they've Good got board. to bring in the talent they've got to pay the performers they've got to do the uh, some of them have cameramen they right have to, like, a crew i mean it's virtually impossible so while we don't have all that we can kind of make up for that by just doing more of what we do mm -hmm. on a more regular basis. So, I mean, it, it all evens out, but uh, it definitely, you know, takes a lot of time and, and I'm glad it paid off. Yeah. Oh, look, spanking. <laughs> yeah, that was the one that we did on, that was on your birthday. Yes. Because somebody yes, yes. requested a spanking video and there's no better time to do a spanking video than on your birthday. Right, and uh, the doggy style pounding, we had to have a lot of sex last week because uh, I was literally waiting for the entire time I was there for the curse of the red ocean to start. And AKA it literally did not start until this morning. I think my body was like, let's not destroy her soul. Let's just wait until the end not and to get this morning. Too graphic, but spotting is basically what happens before your period yeah. where you just just tiny little bits here and there yeah like and normally you do that for like one or two days and then your period starts 
So when you did it a couple days before FetishCon, we thought it was going to just slam right on FetishCon. It started on Wednesday for my member show, and I was kind of devastated. Right, and your body held out, and you spotted for five days yeah just to make it through FetishCon. like that's by far a record of of how long you personally and mind you not, i didn't take any birth control i didn't do anything it was literally my body just i don't even know what just it was knowing doing. there's no way you could have handled last night's Cause award this morning, show yeah because this morning like it, it was rough this morning you would have been 10 times more of a nervous wreck right and i felt like shitty shitty poo poo the whole time so the next video is rubbing my pussy in sudsy bubble bath. This one, I like bubbles. So this is a lot of fun, you know, bouncing my booty in there and I'm looking at that view and I'm really liking it. So it was cool, sudsy yeah, when your and butt, delicious. When yeah. your butt was just barely breaking the water. Yeah. The next one, <laughs> Sibian writing sneaky orgasm. Which oh, is, that was the webcam replay. I rode the Sibian a lot in the last week. And I was just kind of talking, and then I was like, oh, my God, and I came. It was just like <laughs> sneak attack. Yeah, it was like literally sneak attack. And that was me taking my shower because we were leaving uh, the next day, so I had to get a lot of stuff ready. This was probably my favorite video we've done in the last couple weeks. So uh, this was slow, deep, close-up, POV, sex, big orgasm from both of us. So I held my shibari on my pussy while he fucked me nice and slow and deep, and I was coming, he came, and then he shot his cum all over me, and I was still coming because I had the shibari on my pussy. It was motherfucking fantastic. So if anybody would like to order another video like that, please and thank you. Wasn't that the one that went up to your collarbone or something? Yeah. And the cum shot? Yeah, it literally came all the way up to my running collarbone. Down. Yeah, it was, the cum was everywhere, and my oh, pussy here was, was soaked and everything. Another, I guess this wasn't a sneaky orgasm, but it was a yeah. huge one. This is another big orgasm. Um, I guess I should have known all the big orgasms I was having last week and then I have five days of spotting. Uh, big orgasm on shower floor. I had to like straighten my legs over the side and like kick stuff over because like I had no control over my legs. I was like, I'm coming. So the big orgasm on shower floor. If you want to see a really big orgasm, I was standing up in the shower and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna sit down even though it's cold. It did not matter. Uh, and you can <laughs> definitely see the change. Like if you watch the video toward the end, the way your whole body just completely is going orgasms. in the opposite direction. Yeah. Okay. Now, one of my favorite parts of the podcast is the member question. B, take it over. All right. This week's member question is from Justin. He says, I've always wanted to go to an adult convention like FetishCon, mm -hmm. but I'm shy and feel like it would be awkward or embarrassing if I see someone there that I know. So I guess my question is, do you have any tips for me on going to my first one? Yeah, so I actually had um, a couple members come this time that there was, it was their first one. They do come on the member show, uh, Fuzzman and Blondie. Uh, J-Man, I think this was his third or fourth year. Uh, I have another friend, uh, Mr. Leo. He's now came for a couple years. Just take in mind that you know, you're going together. So realistically, like you're not going together, but if you run into somebody you know there, they're either A, gonna act like they didn't see you. So obviously if they don't come to you, don't go to them. Unless you're really good friends and hey, you know, go shoot the shit. But a lot of times they're going there to have fun. They're going there to see what they like, do what they like, sh like shoot the shit and have a lot of fun. You don't have to worry about anything really being awkward or 
well, unless you talk to me, I might make things awkward, but I do it on purpose and I thoroughly enjoy it, but I will make up for it with hugs and, and putting my titties in your face. You normally don't do it to people that are already uncomfortable. Yeah, I, don't, I won't do it to strangers. Yeah, Once we have some rapport. Right. Like, uh, I, I put like, uh, so I met this one guy. He was, um, I want to say it's like Justin Ninja on Twitter. And uh, he was like kind of shy and he came up to me and he was like, uh, you know, I follow you on Twitter and he's all kind of nice. He's like, I really, really like you. And he said, he got a picture with me the first day. And then he came back and got a picture with me the second day. And by the third day, I was putting my boobs on his head and he was taking a picture and smiling and like pointing to my boobs. So it's, it's some things we, we, we want you to be comfortable, especially at FetishCon. We want you to open up and have the time of your life because FetishCon is truly a life-changing experience. And I wish everybody would at least one time go. Cause you know, sometimes uh, the first day I, I love it. So you get kind of the uptight women that come with their husbands cause their husbands really want to go and you can tell that they don't like it. And then I would say probably 75% of the time, the last day, uh, like the last over the uh, progression over the few days, they get a little drunker and a little like loosened up. And then the last day, a lot of times they're sober. They have like a piece of leather on or maybe like a collar or they're dressed a little sexier and their boobs are hanging out a little bit. And you can tell that when they originally came, they did not expect they were going to enjoy themselves. And when they left, they could just see how open and free a lot of us are and how much we love ourselves and we love what we do. And it, kind of opens their minds and i really 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 like that and obviously not everybody can get because FetishCon is always in florida yes. but they have these adult conventions all over right there's exotica uh avns of course and they're all like very similar in that all the models are there to interact with the fans i mean if you don't have to worry about going up to someone and then just not being into it because that's why they're there. Right. If right, they weren't right, into meeting fans, then they wouldn't they even wouldn't be, be going there. to these events. No, they they wouldn't be there. They would just because there there is honestly there is some girls that you know not, are not super into meeting fans. They want to, you know, it's just like the people that just go to work and come home. You know what I'm saying? And some of them, you know, it is just a job. And then there's some of them like me and uh, quite a few others where this is their life and they love it and they do it all the time, including in their sleep and they're awake and they want to meet every single one of their fans that they could possibly meet. So they go to some of them and they try to do everything. Like we'll be going to night moves in October. And unfortunately we don't travel too much anymore like we used to for like the avians and stuff like that. But And they also have experience with guys just like this, that this yeah. is their first time. They're a little nervous. We and, will pop your cherry gently. Right. Worry. And they totally know how to, you know, handle that and make people feel at ease. Yeah. It's definitely a lot of, a lot of fun and you'll enjoy it. Definitely let everyone know when you're going to do it. And if you come to FetishCon, I would love to meet you. Thank you very much, Justin. I will be emailing you about your personalized picture for having your question featured on the show. For everyone else, to have your question featured on the show, go to L E L U dot xxx slash p-o-d-c-a-s-t and scroll down to get featured on the podcast section now this is everyone's favorite hard part of the show my voice is a little raspy from having a lot of fun and having some screaming orgasms the last couple of days so i think it will be your turn to have some screaming orgasms. What I want you to imagine is me wrapping my lips around your dick. Mm. So if you're somewhere you shouldn't get a boner, 
should either hit pause and come back later or you should just say fuck it and come for me anyway so I want you to imagine I'm giving your nice hard cock nice little kisses and mm. mm. licking it with my nice talented tongue really caressing the tip of your cock with my lips and my mouth and my tongue slowly swirling my tongue around sucking your head in my mouth mm. and slowly working my day my way down your shaft really 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 sucking you nice and hard Mmm, you taste so fucking good. I love the way your cock tastes in my mouth. And I know I don't do this often, but I want you to come in my fucking mouth. I want to slurp more and more of your cock and make your balls tighten up so you can't hold on anymore. And you shoot your load down the back of my throat. Mmm. Do you want to do that for me? Do you want to come down deep inside my mouth and let me swallow it? Then please come in my mouth. Please fuck my mouth until you can't take it anymore. And you come deep inside my mouth. Mm, I need it. My mouth needs your come so bad. Come for me. Please come for me. Come for me. Come for me. Yes, please. Let me taste every drop of your cum. Oh, yes. Mmm. Ah. Mmm. Your cum was delicious. Thank you, everyone, for coming in my mouth <laughs> and letting me come in your ears. <laughs> and... Please remember that we do have a video of the awards. Please check it out. Like, uh, I also have uh, pictures of the actual awards. So you can see that they're, I thought they were going to be bigger in the sense that, like, I thought they were going to make them, because FetishCon is known for being like kind of like an over the top, like fetishy kind of thing. They're the perfect size awards, and they are so amazingly made. Like, you can tell they're high quality. Yeah. See, I just thought they were going to be like kind of like the big gaudy, like hunting ones. Like, like, like those little soccer trophies or something. Yeah, that's because that's what I was thinking. And they're These really are nice. Pretty heavy. Made. Like, the, probably one of the coolest awards I think I've ever seen. They're well made, well thought of. And considering Genesis Lynn did pretty much put the award show together by herself, I can only imagine how amazing it's going to be next year. So we'll put pictures of the awards and the video of you going up and crying on stage. And there's even a little bit of you walking the red carpet before the event. We'll put that in the show notes. My makeup and dress was on fleek too, son. <laughs> Lilu.xxx slash podcast two three. Yes. Check it out. Thank you so much for listening. Now, if you want to hear more and most importantly, see more, go to lilulove.com. I have some um, <laughs> hardcore videos and I've got four 24-7 cams almost always up in my house. Go to lilulove.com. L-E-L-U-L-O-V-E. Bye.
job, bitches. <laughs> Love you.